This podcast contains language that is not appropriate for children. This includes The Earth is Flat, Dinosaurs Aren't Real, and Fuck. Tonight's episode of the Science Enthusiast Podcast is brought to you by Big Paleo. Because really, you'll find out later that that is a thing. I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a thing. Big Paleo. I, 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 pro- I promise you, it's a thing that is that is out there that um, that Trevor will will tell us about, um, or or he's part of. Maybe he is Big Paleo. I, I don't really know, but but it's real. I didn't just make that up out of nowhere. You know. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to the Science Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Dan, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely friend Natalie. Yeah. See, I, I wrote that in for myself because, right? That's nice. We're we're getting better every week. I think though next week we might go back down to like meh, but but we'll see, we'll see. Nice to be here. Thank you, thank you for having me. Well, I mean, it's not like I have a choice. No, you you, you have absolutely no choice. But um, you know, you're, you're stuck with me. We're we're 25 episodes in, and yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Sorry. That's right. We are. This is this is 25, so we can now rent like, a car. Oh, we could totally rent a car. Yeah, we've already been able to vote. We've been able to drink, and now we can rent a car. I mean, there's there's nothing else. I mean, like, oh, I guess we'll eventually get to the age when we can be president, because literally anyone can be president. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry I just said that. But uh, life, life, I know, I know. I'm, I'm really sorry. But are you are you doing okay? You doing okay? I don't, I don't, I don't know how to feel. Yeah. Like, I mean, A, full stop, I don't know how to feel feelings, but also... I don't know because I, I go I'm been going back and forth on like raging just at everything and at anything but then also the the whole well it's I mean he, he said he's not gonna he, I mean <laughs> what what like yesterday or we're recording this Monday night yeah. uh, was it yesterday he said that uh, marriage equality is a done deal he's yeah. not gonna touch that. Uh, so we're going to leave alone things that have been a done deal for about a year and a half, but we're going to try to repeal things that have been you know, like established by the Supreme Court for decades. I know uh, it's it's I don't, a... I don't understand what the difference is between the two, because I would think I would think the fresher thing is something that, you know, you, you could maybe, you know, repeal like, I don't know, Obamacare. But no, we're going to go back to having Either, either having women, women like have to resort to coat hangers, or they're going to have to go to a different state because that that that's doable. Especially if you live in a small state like Texas, that's really doable. It's, you it's know, really, a state that yeah. already has limited limited healthcare providers for women seeking to abort a child. That, I mean, that is very reasonable. I think. I think that there is so much right now that is so confusing and makes literally no fucking sense. Like that. It's, it is, and that's, I mean, uncertainty is always fucking scary and and, that's, and awful. I, and and I think that right now it's just, uh, it's cheesy and probably fucking stupid as it sounds, is like just having conversations with as many people as possible about this stuff and being like supportive of each other. But I, I know that sounds so, you know. And that's, know. and that's, that, that's absolutely what it is. It's, it's the unknown. It's the who who knew he was going to say well let's let's leave marriage equality alone but i mean but also next week who knows who knows who knows what he's going to say so if for somebody like me that already has a decent amount of anxiety just just waking up in the morning um 
it's it just adds a whole other whole other factor there and and in the other part of it is i mean i'm white i'm straight cisgender i'm a male like i got everything going for me yeah. uh this presidency uh, <laughs> and, mean, if, and if I, you're I, and if you're worried then yeah i like i i literally have nothing to worry about for for myself but at the same time i have this thing uh where you, get, I, I where you not, give a shit about other people? Yeah, yeah. That, that I, thing, that There's thing. a word for it. It's like rhymes with like empathy and... Uh, yeah, I know. You're a human. I know. B- believe it, I believe like it or not. That. Believe it or not. Dan Broadbent is a human, guys. Uh, I don't like admitting I, that. I know. But this this is bringing out the human in everybody, I think. So I guess it's it's seeing what kind of action can be taken as we move forward in the, the post-Trump elected years because we've got years (laughs) and so so tonight yeah yeah yeah. and so tonight though we do have what i think was a really awesome interview to record we we actually recorded it two days after the election so we definitely you know it was a cathartic experience i think for the three of us me you and trevor to record and um you know hopefully we said some interesting things i mean trevor was was a fantastic guest but um yeah we this is our this is our first uh post-election episode. So I think it's probably just as people will expect in terms of feelings. Tonight, we are thrilled to be joined by Trevor Valley, a field paleontologist, TV host, and all-around science badass. I think that will cover it. And um, for some reason, he's decided to talk to us. Like, he just did Joe Rogan's show, which, you know, um, that's a big fucking deal. His, his and now podcast, he's talking to us. Do, so. Joe Rogan's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's doing okay <laughs> for himself. He's, um, yeah. And it was a fantastic show, so I'm really happy to have Trevor here with us. Welcome to the Science Enthusiast podcast. Hey, it's really good to be here. And, you know, I'm willing to talk to anybody. So you asked and I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do this. And and I have to, I have to give right now at the beginning of this credit to um, a friend of ours uh, who does the Theory Fail um, Twitter account who hooked this all up. So um, you know who you are and thank you so much. Yeah, I'll, yes. I'll blame I'll blame him in direct message later. Yes, and well, yeah, I I'll I'll and I've thanked him. So see, you you can blame him. I will thank him, and it all evens out somewhere in the middle. Um, so so we we have we have a lot to talk about because we are recording this um, two days after Doomsday. Um, <sighs> the election just happened, uh, so we we will get to that. Is but like. Great let's, yet? Yeah, um, America's something. America's something right now. But we are here to talk about um, that eventually, kind of. But I want to, like, take a minute and talk about dinosaurs. Yay! (laughs) Because, like, okay, like, growing up as a child, I was that kid who was, like, out in the backyard digging away at rocks, convinced that there was a dinosaur buried in my backyard. So, like... Life goals at one point was to be a paleontologist. <laughs> I it, it didn't happen for me, but um, it happened for you. So I want to know, like, how how'd you get to where you are in this career that seems really fucking cool? So uh, <laughs> absolutely by mistake. Funny enough, um, when I was a kid, when you were dreaming about uh, 
you know, digging up dinosaurs in your back uh, backyard and other kids were like, oh, wow, dinosaurs are cool and brontosaurus and stegosaurus and all that. Uh, I wanted to, I, <laughs> fuck the earth, man. I wanted to fly the space shuttle. Okay. And I was all in the space shuttle. I mean, I went to space camp three times. I went to aviation challenge twice. I was all ready to go into it. And then just like things happen. I didn't get to realize that dream. So I decided, well, screw it. I'm going to be a biologist. So after becoming a field biologist, um, I went to work at the Aquarium of the Pacific uh, here in Long Beach, California. And then after that, I went to the Natural History Museum and began speaking and doing tours and doing science education. And during that time, I was part-time cleaning fossils uh, for the Dinosaur Institute, and I got really good at it. And then ultimately, it was, hey, uh, do you want to, you know, be the assistant supervisor of the La Brea Tar Pits? I'm like, sure. Is there anything lately that you're just, I mean, obviously, there's probably a lot that you experience. Like, this is, this is pretty cool. But is there something lately that just really got you excited about what you're, what you're up to work-wise? Well, um, wow. There, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, the most exciting thing is everything that's coming out of uh, out of Siberia lately. Uh, a couple of years ago, Nas- uh, National Geographic called me up and said, "Hey, uh, we'd like to send you to Siberia for six weeks to dig up woolly mammoths and to film a documentary." And I'm like, "Wait, let me think about it." Uh, fucking duh. <laughs> um, uh, sure. Uh, like, what do I have to spend? They're like, nothing. Like, okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but I'm 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 a Montana desert Southwest California Ice Age dinosaur guy, and you're sending me to Siberia. I need gear. They're like, we'll pay you back. I'm like, okay, yeah. So we went to Siberia for six weeks and dug up woolly mammoths, and it was really fucking cool. But the neat thing about all the science coming out of that is we're finding like frozen uh, frozen uh, cave lion cubs, oh. and we're finding you know, uh, more and more intact uh, woolly mammoth specimens and just all this amazing shit. We're not anywhere closer to cloning them, but we're getting a better idea of how they lived, how they survived, how they died, thrived, were outcompeted by bison and all of this just really cool shit. And it's it's really fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, cause I was listening to, I listened to the Joe Rogan um, show that you did and just, just hearing things that I, d- I didn't actually know. Like, I didn't know that when you're out there in the field, like you like lick the bones, to yeah. see, like just the, the way it happens is kind of fascinating to me. Like, and can you, can you just describe that? Cause I, I just found that kind of an interesting bit of like trivia about well, this whole thing. One, it's a really horrible pickup line. Um, why don't you go camping with me and I can show you how to lick a bone. Oh wait, no. Um, shit. It fails miserably. I mean, I mean, but, but now that might be okay. This is Trump's America after all. Right, right. Exactly. uh, uh, Dad, Dad, we're talking about dinosaurs. I had to do it. Dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate you. All right. Anyways, we're, we're talking about dinosaur bones. We'll get to the, the awful bit later. Oh God. Yeah. Um, God damn it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, when you find like a bone scatter in the field, the easiest way to discern if it's bone or not bone is you pick it up and lick it. Because uh, dinosaur bones, anything that's mineralized is mineralized in its original form. So if it has uh, bone is naturally very porous. So any, any sort of fossil has those you know, tiny little pores, it's, and it just sticks to your mouth. It literally sucks the moisture out of your tongue. 
And it's very simple to do. You walk up like, oh, hey, that looks like bone. And you lick it. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's stuck. So that's bone. And you start prospecting the area. The bad thing is when you pick it up and you're kind of excited because you think it's bone and it, you lick it. And then you start choking on the dust that you forgot to blow off. And then you end up swallowing it. And <laughs> that's how I ended up in the book Fieldwork Fail that's coming out next year. Oh, my gosh. R- really? That's... Yeah, like for real. I accidentally swallowed a, a small chunk of bone. Oh, happens to the best of them. I guess. <laughs> when I first told some of my colleagues, they're like, yeah, that happens a lot. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I um, mean, I guess, I guess you would imagine it, like that that happens. Um, hazards of the job, I guess. Sort yeah, of. you know, breaking a leg while, you know, going down off a cliff or being injured working in the quarry or straining your back, lifting a jacket or swallowing a bone or fossil. Fo- swallowing a fossil. Swallowing a fossil. Yes, swallowing a fossil. That <laughs> <laughs> happens to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So... So right, so like you're you're out there in you know all these various places finding essentially like this record of the past, and the thing that that just is like mind boggling to me is that there are people that don't think that this really happened, like that dinosaurs like didn't exist. I hate those people. Like, I mean. Like I, I almost didn't believe it until. Well, obviously, I exist on Twitter, so I, I believe these things now that there are these people out there. But, um, but listening to uh, you guys watched a video, you and Joe Rogan, of some guy, yeah. um, yeah. Er- Eric something. I'm uh, like, Eric but Dubé. yes, him. Um, who just who doesn't think that they like that they're real? Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's actually an extremely small but growing louder minority of conspiracy theorists and science-denying dipshits that think that dinosaurs never actually existed, that it's all this money-making scheme by big paleo, just like big pharma and big chemtrail and big vaccination and just big whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's um, the big paleo conspiracy, obviously. Yeah, it's big paleo. It's really horrible. Now, there was, so there was this hoax group uh, that like tried to cash in on this and they tried to be all quirky and cool and do stupid videos, but we busted them very quickly because uh, the quote-unquote protest they had photos of was actually a uh, some sort of parking protest in Scotland that they photoshopped all the signs. Um, <laughs> so they were actually a joke, but there are... I, and I, I've gotten into big debates with some of these people. They actually believe that if you go into a natural history museum, that all the dinosaur bones you're looking at are fake, and we go out and bury them and pull <laughs> them back out and then put them on display and then sell them on the private market for millions of dollars. And none of this fucking makes any sense since natural history museums are one of the poorest institutions right. in practically any museum setting. Art is huge. Anthropology, huge. Natural history comes like rocks and dinosaurs. They're kind of like, yeah, but I really like that painting. But like, but what it, what an odd conspiracy too that like somebody is kind of like making these bones, then burying them, and like this is all, and then digging them up, and this is all happening like, and nobody well, has and not, seen this happen. <laughs> like, yeah, it's and, just and so not only that, crazy. but 
but we're all communicating like across, you know, internationally communicating instantaneously to, to be, be sure that we can collude on that level. And so that everybody is in on the same thing and everybody's finding the same exact fossils everywhere. It, yeah. but it, and to, to what end? like, are they or dinosaur? Or is it just a money-making scam? They, they believe it is. Yeah. Because they look at things like private sales, like Sue, um, oh, 90, yeah, right. 98% complete T-Rex uh, sold for millions of dollars, needed a consortium of like Disney and McDonald's and private donors in order to buy her. And just all of these other ones that commercial paleontologists, I won't get into that, but I view them as completely unethical. Wait, that so hold on. So just I'm um, commercial paleontologists. Yes, like... there are actually commercial paleontologists that will go out to people's private land. Uh-huh. And pay them a pittance and then go onto their land, find something huge and noteworthy, and then turn around and sell it at auction. This is oh. actually a very common thing, unfortunately. And a lot of very important specimens end up in private collections that, because of that, we don't have any of the positional data. We don't have any of the uh, sedimentary data. We don't have any in situ knowledge of where these dinosaurs were found, how they were found, if there's any taphonomy, like how it died or how it moved. We don't have any of that information. So, the, so there's possible information that can just be helpful to kind of knowing the past. Oh, that, absolutely. That, oh, see, I, like I, I really, I didn't know that. That's, yeah, when, I mean, when, when we find something, we don't just like go, hey, check it out, it's a hadrosaur, and dig it out. We actually take very detailed photos, bone maps, sediment analysis uh, samples. Uh, we look for just, we look for additional fossils nearby. We look for bone scatter. We look at the paleohydrology of the area to see if any water had moved through and disturbed the bones or moved them. It's there. There's it, we don't just like go out, like drink a bunch of beer, hack open, hack open a hillside <laughs> and pull out a, a triceratops. Um, we drink a lot of beer and we do eventually pull out like the skull of a triceratops. But it takes three to four weeks and we're doing a fuck ton of detail analysis and uh, getting enough samples to uh, to analyze them later. It's yeah, that that's what I think all of these Dinosaur denying jackasses actually, they, they don't know what we do. They read articles where we say very plainly, uh, very plainly, hey, look, see this mount that's in this museum. Well, the skull is real, but, you know, parts of the body are actually replica and they freak yeah. out. They're like, but oh, my God, look, replica. They're admitting it. Well, no, it's because bones are fucking fragile. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, right. Like that. It just. Wouldn't wouldn't logic alone just state, okay, this stuff has been buried there for a long, long time. The earth is not 6,000 years old. Like uh. this, that's a whole other thing. Well, like, and, and, and the earth, and the earth moves, things are going to break. Oh and, and I have to imagine you make a mistake once in a while when you're trying to extract the bone. So if they, like shit happens yeah. and you're not going to have a complete, complete Man, fossil skull. Working in the lab at the La Brea Tar Pits, I dropped an entire saber-toothed cat skull that I had to glue back together. Bone breaking <laughs> fucking happens, and it's like if it didn't, if I mean that that Natalie, you used a really weird word in conjunction with these people, and that's logic. 
I know, I know, <laughs> I like, I know. It's like I, I say, I say that kind of word because I know it, but I know it doesn't exist with them. I know because they have their own, they have their own definition of logic. Like yeah. they, they cherry pick, they find the the patterns that you know just work with with their very very deeply held they, crazy they, beliefs like they start at the end they, yeah they start at the end and then work their way back to to explain how they got oh, to it, their conclusion yeah, exactly it's a it's a pure example of confirmation bias yeah. and if yeah. any of the critics are listening go well you have confirmation bias too that's because you don't understand what fucking confirmation bias is so <laughs> they start with the world is flat, therefore we have to find this evidence. Or dinosaurs didn't exist, therefore we have to do that. It's it's very it's very simple, and but it's the conspiracy mindset. Mm-hmm. Every conspiracy theory does that. Well, one person couldn't have killed JFK, therefore all of this stuff. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, and and it's like they they want so badly to, to, I don't know, just be the ones that break everything wide open. It seems like, like, like they are going to prove in some crazy way that yes, like the earth is flat or the JFK thing was what, whatever it was, or nine 11 is an inside job. Like it, do, it doesn't matter what it is, but like they, they pick the end, like Dan said, and then they just, I don't know, spin around that for a really long time. And yeah, and they, somehow think that they're they're whistleblowing on everything and just but they have I, I, they have the answer. I think that's I think that you you just kind of nailed it the whole whistleblower thing because they want to be the one to wake people up. They want to yep. be the one to quote unquote bring the truth out. Um and yeah, it's like it's the X-Files thing. It's yep. like they they want to be Fox Mulder. They know it's right and they want to bring it to the Ooh. people. Who wouldn't want to be Fox Mulder? Like, I come on! I, I mean, you get to hang out. You get to hang out with Scully all the time. I'm, I'm, or, I'm or just be David Duchovny, just in general. Like, who True. would not True. want to be him? True, um, <laughs> except for that whole part in Zoolander. But we'll get. That's a different podcast. Um, but <laughs> that's what I think it is: is they yeah. want to be, they want to be cool. They want to be, you know, not part of the herd. They call it. They don't want to be a sheep and follow you know, big space or whatever the fuck. Big, big paleo. Like, big let, paleo. let's rage against big paleo because there's not enough problems in the world. Right. But the like, thing is, they don't, <laughs> they don't realize they're arguing against themselves. I know. Because these are all people that watch a YouTube video from, like, Eric, Captain Jackass, and then they're going, holy fuck, he's right. I have to get out there and tell the world, guess what, fuckhead? He is now your shepherd. And your little ba ba dumb sheep, I mean that they're becoming what they hate and what they say they are fighting against, to the point where they're too stupid to realize it. Well, right, they, they are they are their own small herd, and yeah. and then though when you think about it, like with the fact that social media is is enormous, like they they have this place to share these insane views. I mean, like. We, and, and and of course we all know Godwin's law. It's it's the quickest way to get a reaction on the internet is to post something that you know is wrong, and then that's the quickest way to get the right answer. Is that's Godwin's law, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wait. I thought Godwin's law was the first person to uh, to uh, get to Hitler. Oh, that's yeah. That's, that was that was the joke. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's that's actually my problem and why I get into this shit is because I'm too literal. I'm extremely literal. Mm-hmm. And 
it's just it, it's not like I'm I'm not doing it for some like crazy intellectual egotistical dick waving contest. It's just like I'm sorry, you're wrong. Well, Why and, don't and you understand this. And the thing is, too, it's like they, you know, they like they like to fight and they like to say, you know, everyone else is wrong and they have the right answer in this weird conspiracy mindset. But like, I if some if somebody provided the evidence that like God existed or that the earth is flat or like whatever it was, I would change my mind if I was presented with real compelling evidence. Like yeah. that, that's what being a skeptic is. Exactly. Like in a fucking nanosecond. Yeah. Right. It's like, Hey, here is the latest whatever image from super space probe nine and Oh fuck. Sorry. The world's flat. Uh, okay, holy shit, how are we sticking to a non-spherical surface? I mean, immediately you, like, <laughs> click into another mode of, okay, I have empirical data. My previous data set is now invalid. Let's roll. Yeah, because, right. Because Oops. we're skeptics. We're scientists. That's what we do. The green... And you would see the turtles and in, in standing on the elephants, yeah, standing turtles, on the... Turtles all the way down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And, but that was the thing that really that I really wish people caught more of when Bill Nye debated uh, Ken Ham, that last question of what would it take to change your mind? Ken Ham said nothing. And Bill Nye said evidence. That's yeah. the entire argument in a nutshell. Yeah. Witted idiots will not change. But yeah, I went there in July to his like fucking stupid little arc. I, I guess it's not little. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> a big fucking arc in the middle of the U.S. In the middle, course. yeah, and it's and it's glorious and it's amazing. And there were like tens of tens of people there, but <laughs> <laughs> tens of people, tens, tens, of, tens. of tens. Um, but, but like inside it, they, everywhere it says one world, two views. Like they're trying to justify their own, like dumbass worldview of, you know, this is what happens. And, and so they, they say, this is what skeptics believe. Skeptics think, uh, you know, that, you know, the, the, the world is, you know, billions of years old. Well, no, fuck you. It's actually 6,000 years. And like, literally that's how they, and then that's it. Like it's the end of discussion. Like they have nothing more to add. They just. No, that's uh, no, it's not right because fuck you. I said so. But that that's pretty much wow. their worldview, isn't it? Like it this is what we say, so fuck all of you, like you're gonna go to hell. Like kind of. Yeah. And, I mean kinda, yeah. And it's bullshit, that, but Yeah, that is it. It's like unless you accept this, you're going to hell. But yet like when we talk, I mean, obviously, I know evidence is not a word that these people understand, but or can but, spell, but but e like evidence, evidence. I mean, I think you you said it. You, I, you must have on the podcast I was listening to. Like humans, like we're we're an eye blink in the geological history of the Earth. Like yeah. there there was so so much that happened, and like we did not live with dinosaurs. No. Ken Ham, we did not live with dinosaurs. Like. Yeah, we, we did not put saddles on Triceratops. No, uh, no. And, and dinosaurs, you know, huge, monstrous, multi-ton theropods that ate meat for a living um, didn't suddenly begin uh, eating meat after the quote-unquote 
sin or the original sin. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's like, yeah, they're they're supposedly like everything on earth was like this fluffy fluffy nice yeah. vegetarian. And that's and, and that's their story of how they were able to feed everything on the ark is that no but nothing there were no carnivores. Everything in existence was an herbivore. They're just like we're going to be on this boat and we're going to have a big truce for this long and then no, we the, get No, no, the no, the no, that's no. that was the whole thing is no, like up just until, not even is that that happens? I think they they think that happened forty five hundred years ago. So for like for fifteen hundred oh, years, Christ. nobody ate meat ever. Nobody ever had a fucking cheeseburger like ever. <laughs> no Noah and his family weren't grilling up cheeseburgers on the deck of the ark or anything. No, they were no. they were shoveling no. shit and. <laughs> no, none grilling. of it. None of it makes a like a bit of fucking sense yet. Yeah, it is 2016, and people believe this. Like, I, 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 I don't. I mean, I, I have no. I, I get so ragey over this stuff when it has to do with education. Like, it, it goes back to, to. It yeah, is, and if I, right? if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the, the governor of Kentucky who like signed off on the tax exemption and and all that stupid shit. Same same governor also shit canned most of the uh, education board of education for the state and ended up putting a cut you know for some just some people who just happened by chance attend the same uh, church congregation that he goes to just just by I'm sure it's just just random chance that they just happen to be members of the same church. No, it wasn't random chance. It was God's yeah. will. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of of course it was. Of course. So I I had one I had one question. Wait, Dan. So. They're saying that everything on the Ark was a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Their own argument states that everything was a vegetarian before the fall, before the you know the fall, before sin. Sin happened in the Garden of Eden, apparently. And wait a minute, didn't the flood happen after that? Yeah. So what's the what the fuck is their narrative? Did did all animals? Stay a vegetarian until after and, the flood or after they, the first sin. But what they're what they're 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 saying before sin and after sin, but like they don't say like at what point sin happens. Like like they they never said like at what point like Noah's Noah's kids like were like fuck it, let's just like do some butt sex here and let's have sin. And now wow. we have sin. Now now everybody can go to town. On 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 eating each other, but like but so so there was so there wasn't any sin before the flood, but supposedly God sent the flood to scour the earth of evil and sin. Because yeah, yes. Like, um, are are you guys are you guys actually trying to logic this? Are you trying to logic the Bible right now? Because fuck, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Genesis. We've we I think we've we talked about this with uh, David Silverman a while back. Genesis proves itself wrong in like sentence number two. Two, yeah. So, <laughs> but it's but it's just like, I mean, it, at least the conspiracists. Like the moon hoaxers and the anti-vaxxers and the chemtrailing idiots and the flat earthers and even the dinosaur deniers, they all have, well, except for chemtrailers, they're just idiots, but they all have (laughs) some sort of standardized narrative because like vaccines cause autism and big pharma is bad or the earth is flat and NASA is lying to you or the moon hoax is fake. But this sounds like, oh, no, we're, we're just going to piecemeal shit together and we don't even have our own narrative. 
because wow, I I no, mean, I, that, I knew creationism was fucking stupid, but that's even better. And that was that was like my my whole the thing that I don't out out of all the things the thing that bothered me the most that like nobody could explain was where did all the water come from because it required like th- like three or eight eight times more water than has ever existed on Earth where did the water come from and then where did it go and like the the explanation. I got from a couple different people was well the Earth was flat like was, I guess they, they accept that it's a ball they accept it's a ball I guess but they said like every like, there were no mountains and then like because of the water because of how much like the Earth was just completely covered because of that whenever the water receded where the fuck did it go the mountains rose up as a result of that and so in that in that pro- we have like like catastrophic like seismic activity happening. But like, no record of like all of a sudden Mount Everest like went from zero to you know five miles high or however tall it is. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so 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 flood, flat Earth, then mountains come up. Then yeah, why do they but, freak out when we go? Hey, how do you explain fossils on top of fucking mountains? And they go, eh, the flood. The flood deposited them there. So the mountains were already there? Yeah, but I thought you you just said it was – wow, pick a somebody, fucking narrative, please. Somebody I, – I, I took a I, – I, I did a live video of this on my page uh, talking to somebody in the Creation Museum because I, I said that a little loudly just to see if anybody would bite. And one, the one woman said, well, have you ever heard of the – I forget what she used, uh, the the window theory or something like that. And I was like, no, why don't you tell me about this, this, this thing that's not even a fucking hypothesis, but you're calling it a theory. And <laughs> she said it did not – it did not actually rain at all ever until the flood and because God had a window and then God opened the window and then that's, that's, that's where, when, how we got all the rain during the flood. Like, that's like – that's like, and she was like arguing that, and I'm like, like, are you listening to yourself? Like, I'm trying to be respectful to this person because somebody had to tell her that. Like, that's the thing. Like, somebody had to like tell her that, and like more than one time to the, to the point that she believed it. And it's like, I, 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 we're we're talking two different languages right now because that oh. doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, how did plants grow? Well, no, and magic. Of- Right, it, it's all ma- magic, it, magic and God, but it's like just magic. It's that. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, oh, but wait, see, wait until take that Darwin hears any of this. But so, but so the problem is, oh, like, God. like I know because, like Dan said, though somebody told this to somebody, you told this to somebody, and like it's just perpetuating this bullshit. And so, when when does that stop? Does it stop? How do we fucking make it stop? Because there is literally an ark built in our country as like a fucking historical landmark. Oh, and they had they had goddamn just to bring it back full circle. They had goddamn dinosaurs on it too. Uh. Of course they did, but it 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 is it is just it's this like willful ignorance and stupidity that well that's our fucking country right now. Yeah, that's Trump's America. Like, I'm sorry. It's just, it it all, like, it's all connected right now that... Hashtag, it's all connected. (laughs) Just wake up, sheeple. Come on, you guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that's, and you know, and that's fucking, I mean, Dan, you just said it. Natalie, you've you've been hitting on that. It's just like, yeah, there's a fucking arc built in the middle of the United States. But here's the worst thing now. 
before that was done in an administration that actually cared about science literacy and cared about things like, I don't know, the climate and space exploration and medical research and um, giving the poor medical help and, you know, all of this stuff. And now, now all of that is built in the center of America. And somehow the Electoral College is ratifying the platform of a racist, rape-enabling, misogynistic, xenophobic, Cheeto-faced shit-gibbon. Yep. And now that's all going to be legitimized. Yeah. So like, had, holy fuck. Well, that's that's the issue. Like, the other night, I was, um, you know, when the results were coming back, I was texting with my mother, and it was just, it was so sad, because, you know, the texts were like, this is terrifying. This is awful. How did this happen? Whatever. And then the conversation really went to, it is awful that he is elected, but what, what it says more and that's almost scarier and sadder and just all of it is that people elected him. People voted for him. People have legitimized this and platform. You, you know who voted for him? Everybody that said, well, I'm undecided. It, what what, that's code for I'm voting for Trump, but I don't want to publicly say that. Yeah. 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 So, so that, so it happened and it's, yes, it is awful that he is the person that is leading the country, but it is right now indicative of this culture of just, well, we don't, we don't give a fuck about anti-intellectualism. It is. It is anti-intellectualism. I mean, and it's, it's not even anti-intellectualism. It's anti-fucking reality. That's true too. Yeah. Fucking like, yeah. I, I mean, there, there, there are kids, there are children that know dinosaurs, you know, existed that we find fossils they understand that's the reality you know the dinosaur deniers like it's not anti-intellectualism it's literally anti-reality it is anti-humanity it is anti just basically all that is decent in you know for being a human within the borders of this country it's it's fucking terrifying and to be honest like during election night i had a couple friends come over because they're either part of the uh, LGBT community or they're not ethnically white or they're Jewish or something like that. Or in this case, for a couple of them, all three. Yep. And they actually came over there because they're going, dude, we don't want to be home alone right now. Yeah. I'm like, come over. I'm a designated safe space. Get your ass over here. Here's my alarm code. Get upstairs. Come on in. And yeah, we, we stayed up until like five 30 just reading and watching. And then finally we just got drunk and numb and put on buckaroo bonsai because we had to, because you had to, I've, right. You yeah, had I've, to. I've yep. had to, because I very quickly went from shocked to confused, but I skipped the crying part. Yeah. I skipped the weeping. I skipped the feeling sad. I immediately went to vehemence and anger and willful vengeance. Like yeah. I, this is this is not going to fucking stand. I'm right, right. Like that. That's just like, like, cause that that's what I that's what I was curious to like to ask you guys about because I because I know that that now just I I'm just getting this feeling of like we we need to like fight for reason and we need to like fight for just all that is good reality and reality. I you're, you're right about that because 
this sort of, all of these delusions have been allowed to persist and that can't stand. It it really, really can't. And so everyone who is on the side of reality and reason, I think needs to be vocal about it. Right. And absolutely. And it has to be a multi-tiered thing. We have to have the academics um, who don't do psychom, but they, they lead in publishing and research and all that. Get your fucking papers out. Get your research done. Let's do this. Realize that there is a very strong chance that education, the National Science Foundation, the National National Center for Science Education, and all that will come under fire. And many of the public, uh, publicly funded uh, institutions will get a shit ton less money. So it's like understand that's going to happen. The vocal people, the ones that are like, hey, this is what's going like, like this podcast and all that, like get the fucking word out like any way you can. And, you know, SciComm people, you know, the ones that want to be nice and go, okay, well, this is the evidence. If you don't understand that, well, then I can't really help you. And then the people like me and the take that crew on Twitter, um, fuck all those people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can can you can you talk? Yeah. Can you talk about the take that crew on Twitter? Because I like, I am I I love it. I I do. I am a fan of that world that it exists and that there are people calling out the bullshit. So can you like just we've we've got take that Darwin coming up later in this episode, but right on. Give a little give a little bit about that and what's happening on Twitter. uh, For me, how I got into it is. I, I didn't know it existed until one of my paleontology colleagues retweeted this funny little quip from an account called Take That Darwin. And I went, the fuck is that? So I clicked on the profile because instead of just jumping into whatever the person is saying, I'd rather actually read their timeline a little and yeah. get to know them before I you know, maybe verbally smack them down. And I saw that, oh my God, this guy is totally retweeting all of the dumb fucking people that go, if evolution is real, why are there still monkeys? It's like, wait, what? And I just kind of developed this really rad Twitter crush, to <laughs> right? be honest. Right? I mean, it, like, it's very easy to develop the Twitter crush on, yeah. on Take That Darwin. I, because, yeah, and yeah. I, I started just, like, I immediately followed him. And then the retweets would show up my timeline. I'm like... Okay, this asshole has no concept of evolution. I'm going to smack him down. Or this person, you know, uses theory incorrectly. Or this person, it's just... And I kept going. And then all of a sudden, there was this weird influx of maybe fans of of Darwin or, or something like that. Because then all of a sudden, theory fail pops up. Oh, theory fail. And theory fail is rad. He... He hyper he hyper specialized. So yep. in in the evolution of the take that species, we had uh, we in, into the clade, we had this rapid punctual uh, you know punctuated equilibrium of theory fail just grabbing onto that's not a theory. Mm-hmm. People go evolution is just a theory. So it's no no you don't understand what theory means. So then I followed him, and then all of a sudden. There's just a fuck ton of them. Like, take that science. Uh, take that scapegoat. 
uh, which is just like anybody who blames anything else but mm-hmm. themselves. Yep. Um, uh, take uh, that. Ke- take that chemistry. That take, like take I, that I, chem is rad. A lot. A lot of my stuff gets retweeted by take that chemistry just because of the nature of what I tend to tweet about. Sometimes. Oh yeah. There. There's take so, yeah. that. Take that over, uh, um, avogado, yeah, uh, yeah, avogado, the <laughs> yeah. you know anti-vax. Yeah, um, take that history is hysterical because it just kind of covers everything. Um, and then my two two of my personal favorites, and I, wow, take that NASA and take that Earth, because oh. take that NASA is very specific with moon hoaxing, yeah. and like in general NASA hoaxes. Take that Earth runs everything from flat earthers he gets into chemtrails just like the wow he i don't understand i have a huge tolerance for these idiots and i put myself out there every day whenever i have like a you know uh, an amount of free time i'm like yep check twitter let's smack some dick shits down (laughs) but holy fuck take that earth not only is he a retweeter he actually gets into the trenches too yeah like theory, theory failed does a little. Darwin does a little. Um, chemistry does a little. Um, uh, Vax does, but damn man, take that Earth. He's oh wow, <laughs> and yeah, and we've actually. So I don't know about some other take thatters, um, and I'm just like kind of periphery because I don't have a take that account. Take that, yeah, <laughs> there, there is one that I had to mute though. I, I had to mute, then I had to eventually block. I don't know where they are anymore, but it was take that dinos. They were spreading all the dinosaur denier shit. Oh. And I'm like, I, I, I cannot read this feed. I will. No. <laughs> You'll just explode. Yeah, like... <laughs> no, it's just like, I'm just going to start hitting my couch with a hatchet or something. Just pure unmitigated rage. But it, some of them just are so, you know, vociferous and they're so fucking loud and out there. And it's great for, for just combating pseudoscience and science denial. They've attracted some stalkers, which is oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so theory fail was was telling me that that like that that has happened. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. There's there's this one cat that uh, is always up on take that earth. He's big into the Nibiru hypothesis, i.e. bullshit, of a rogue planet that is somehow has entered the solar system in, I think it was like 2003, and nobody noticed. Um, and <laughs> it's currently on the other side of the sun, and nobody noticed. And nobody then noticed. The, the, no. the Earth has actually stopped, check this out, stopped orbiting the sun. It's not rotating anymore. It's just wobbling. Okay. <laughs> and um so, we're entering so, in, yeah, we're entering what? into the trimester where like there's going to be seven seven days of darkness and then the sun will rise from the west and then the nibiru will scour the blah 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 so, like whatever so we're so in, that, yeah, yeah it's like, so, so it's going to be dark so we're it's a flat earth in no it's, no, it's wobbly earth theory now wobbly earth <laughs> so but like how is it going to it's going to be like but it's going to be light somewhere not according. Not according to uh, Nancy. Oh, where's the sun and, and rising this, from? You know, I, who knows? <laughs> this guy's ass. I, it has to be. Um, but but like any single time, something moderately sounds like it could be skewed toward the Nibiru hypothesis. This jackass immediately tweets me and and uh, take that Earth and is like, "Oh, I fucking told you." And then we actually go and read the paper. Yeah. And go. This is how you're wrong. You're still a dipshit. And but but then there are like some really angry ones. There was this one guy named Darfus McTrendy. 
I, I have no fucking oh, idea. What oh that wait, is. yeah, th- this is the one that I think I've heard that I had heard about. Um, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> Darfus was a just what we call a unicorn. He he had these uh, weird little just like tiny little instances of different conspiracies that he uh, uh, that he believed in. And then he started on 9-11, and then a huge group of us just smacked him down and shat on his head and just really, really ruined his day to the point where he locked his account and we never heard from him again. But we actually did hear from him again because he comes back registering a new account and because I was the most vocal one, he comes after me all the fucking time. I've had over 24 accounts of his suspended. Because, and the reason why is, normally I'll let these people, you know, fucking rant all day and then I'll come back to them. He, however, committed libel because he said, and I quote, that I am an accessory to murder because I am hiding the truth. Of the 9-11 conspiracy. No. Yeah, so, and I asked him very plainly on Twitter. I have screenshots of this shit. Like, are you accusing me of a crime? Are you stating I am an accessory to murder? He went, yes. You are an accessory to murder. You are hiding the truth. I'm like, okay, fucker. That's it. Now you're done. And I have a libel case that will be pending against him. And I will, yeah. I mean, he's going to rue that day. But he comes at me just, and I always know it's him, because he hits me at the same time, he has the same typing style, he has the same everything. He just comes up with some new fucking uh, screen name, and like, holy fuck, like 24 accounts, I'm not kidding. By the way, Twitter, why don't you permaban people? Right? Right? It's, it's, uh, it, it, it can be, it's kind of like the Wild West of just internet, like, dumb fuckery like that just yeah. can't exist out there but but see i but i'm glad though that that it this little world exists that calls out the bullshit because it's not so much about convincing these people who believe these conspiracies it's like showing everybody else how fucking dumb it seems right Absolutely. that people believe I, yeah. this. it's i, it's I people, said that on rogan yeah. yeah yeah it's it's not it's not the big loud one it's like i will never change Eric Dubay's mind or half a dozen other of the flirthers or no one will no, no one, one will. will but it's the people that are going wow is this guy for real and then they see us shutting him down and mocking the living fuck out of him and basically embarrassing him 24 hours a day or any or not just him but any of them and then those people go wow holy shit this guy's a jackass why did I even consider flat earth being real or dinosaurs not existing or there are chemtrails or anything like that? And then it's that person we're going after. And yes, our style is a little bit, well, fuck a little bit, extremely combative. And there are other people in Psycom that go, wow, that's not the way you should do it. We should, you know, if they're not going to listen to facts, don't bother. It's like, no, 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 no. I understand that position. I even cherish that position, and that is perfect in some cases. However, science has been quiet for too fucking long. It has gotten this loud because we didn't shut them down before. Yeah. So so now it's like I think everybody – like it's all worth a try at this point to see what what will work. 
to try oh, it, to well, I, I to think I mean this. yeah and I I think you need you need all sides of that because it's yeah. it's there's not just one this one silver bullet that's going to take out everything you need those people to to go in like you know like like how you guys do that it you, you get people involved you get them interested in it and then we can have other people go in and say and maybe be a, a little nicer or more friendly or or right. and then have everybody hold hands about it too but you that those voices aren't the ones that are going to get attention nobody i mean right or wrong it's it's just not with all the shit that is out there for <laughs> for anybody to to watch or read or 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 anything you have to get attention somehow absolutely and and, and, and if you can get if you can do that if you can get people excited about it i mean that if if nothing else you can be a gateway to to getting getting more people interested in science and skepticism and atheism and in the movement in general Absolutely, a gateway to reason and reality, however it works, because because we we need to do that because um, you know, like the world. Because Ben Carson might be our fucking secretary of education. I was, like, was going to say it, but uh, then I wasn't going to say it because I just didn't want everybody <laughs> to get mad. But but that's like really this this is Black Mirror. We're all going to wake up eventually, and this was just an episode. This is like season four. Of, of Black Mirror. We're all being filmed for Netflix right now. That's, we're in a reality show and um, nothing. Uh, okay, I'm making my well, own that's, weird that's theory the pro- now. That's the problem because I'm, Donald I'm Trump being... thinks he is in a reality show. It's, yeah. But, okay. So right now, we are, we're a couple days out of, from the election. We have President-elect Trump. Um, it's happening. And it feels at moments like it's fucked. But I think we have to just like hold super strong to the fact that like we can unfuck it. Right. I think, I think what, I think what's going, what's going to be the saving grace of everything is just holding people accountable for what they say and what they, what they claim they're going to do. He says he's going to create more jobs and build a fucking Well, let's hold you accountable to that. We'll hold you to that. If you're, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to, if you're going to save the economy, then you better fucking do it because you have no, literally you're going to appoint a Supreme court justice, maybe another one. You have control of Congress. You have no, like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Basically at this point, you have nothing holding you back. So if you fail, it's your own fucking fault. And hopefully the entire Republican party collapses in on you. Fuck you. I, I, I agree. That's what we have to do. But the problem is we were doing that all during the election itself. He was being called out on everything he said. He was being called out on every misogynistic, xenophobic, mm-hmm. racist, rape-enabling bullshit that was coming out of his mouth. Like, the world was reporting on it. Mm-hmm. And he is now the president-elect. And he is now the president. So, so then how – so it's, you know, isn't it – it's changing that percentage of the population that – voted for him isn't it yeah like it's it, that they, that's what it is it's like and i and i think if you can hold him accountable to that if he if he doesn't deliver on thing that's but see i'm thinking logically about this <laughs> so i don't know what's going to work on his, these people his to fans get them. his fans i won't even call them fucking supporters his yeah. fans yeah because yeah. that's what they are they're rabid fucking fanboys of trump they will just turn around and blame something else. Oh, well, it didn't get enough votes because that asshole didn't vote for him and he's not a real Republican. Rah, 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 rah. They they already have all this shit in play. Yeah. 
he he put it all in play earlier. Remember, this is a rigged election. By the way, President-elect Trump, guess what? You just won a rigged election. <laughs> right. Um, hmm. So it's like, but that's the thing. We all know he said that. Yeah. We all know that in a logical, reasonable society, that would be the first thing on the fucking page going, hey, you said it was a rigged election. You just won a rigged election. Would you like to comment? But we... We've moved on past that. We've, I, I don't know what the fuck the plan is other than get loud, do yeah. not accept common ground bullshit, mm -hmm. do not accept unity bullshit, because you are talking a division of America with zero in common. You have a massive amount of willful ignorance and cognitive dissonance on their end. Because I don't care who they are. I don't care if anybody's, you know, if anybody's going to listen to this and that is a Trump supporter. I don't care about who you are or who you think your morals are. If you voted for Trump, even if you don't like him, even if you state that every single thing coming out of his mouth is horrible, you still voted for a racist, rape-enabling, misogynistic, xenophobic, rights-reducing, economy-destroying platform. You cannot get away from that. You vote yes on Trump, you vote for every single thing he said in his fucking mouth. And they cannot escape that. So we just don't have to hold him accountable. We have to hold all of them accountable. And there are already increases, huge increases, or in his case, huge increases of, of like, you know, minority crime that's going on right now. I mean, it's just, holy fuck, there was a Twitter moment so I was reading through. It made me sick to my stomach. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a rough um, couple days. And yeah, we're, we're in day two. Yeah. And there yeah. are people getting bottles thrown at their head. There are people getting, you know, their, their, their own personal faith religious accoutrement ripped off of them. It's like, okay, I'm sorry. If that happened to anybody white Christian Republican, the National Guard would be called. Yeah. It's, it's, it's terrifying. This is like... Yeah, it's a little bit hyperbolic, you know, hyperbolic to say that here we go into 1984 and V for Vendetta, but there's a reason why I am wearing my V for Vendetta jersey almost fucking exclusively, exclusively now, because it's, fuck that scene. It, that's the problem I've been having anytime I go to comment on it or say anything. It's like I, I, I don't want to be hyperbolic about it, which is like my favorite word to use now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do but it's like... It's it, it, and and I'm trying to like double check my. It's like I I'm not I'm not like making this making this, like he's like these are things that like he wants Sarah Palin to be what Secretary of Energy or at least yeah. that's the room like yeah. Rudy Giuliani the Attorney General like like it's oh it's not like it's like that's real yeah this is real no and and I know and it 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 doesn't feel real and that's what's scary is that like. It, it like it's yeah. I I mean I don't know. I I'm at, I'm at a loss when I think about it sometimes. Except I just think I it's need time. to put my name in this. Like I need like I could. I'm just as qualified <laughs> to be Secretary of Energy. No, I know Sarah Payne, if, if not more. No, I, I, I've said horrible shit for the last twenty. Years. <laughs> I mean, 
fuck, I, I, I'm over 35. I'm good. Or is it 36? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I, I'll am i pay 2020. Yeah, well, no, no, I have, a, I, I have a music education degree. I could actually be secretary of education. Like, right. I, I taught, like, I understand. Like, yeah, biology here. It's like, okay, yeah, let's do this. I, can I be the Surgeon General? <laughs> like, I can, I can go get a homeopathic uh, doctor's oh, license and and be a you know a homeopathy MD and and I could be the su- the Surgeon General. I mean, if we're using the the fucking Legion of Doom as the cabinet, I mean, <laughs> holy fuck! And that's man. and that's something I I didn't think about until just now is all all the all, all the other you know, there's you know there's so many different groups and so many skeptic groups that are combating like you know the especially I know what what happened in Massachusetts with the uh, uh. uh <laughs> naturopathy and like that it's this is going to divert attention from all those i hate to say smaller issues it's not a smaller issue but separate compared, issues separate issue com, but compared to just just the the i don't even know what to call it just unwavering the, the legion fuckwittery. of doom yeah I, that's good yeah that's un, good it's unwavering yeah. fuckwittery it is like for i i just yeah, like I said, I went from stunned to just grr. And and the thing is, it's mob mentality because the moment so it's like after I was on Rogan, I had like 4,000 additional follow, followers just like holy fuck, where'd you all come from? And I put up it's like, "Hey Trump, you have no fucking idea what you just did because there's a whole lot of us who are very very angry and are really going to be problems for the next 4 years." And I just started getting a fuck ton of hate tweets. Just so many of them. And I'm like, okay, good. Now it's time to separate the wheat from the chaff. If you're a Trump supporter, you really shouldn't follow me right now. And yeah, I lost like a hundred. Yeah. Big well, fucking deal. Yeah. I good riddance. Well, and and anyways, like we said before, those aren't necessarily the people whose minds are gonna be changed by anything you're gonna say. Exactly. But but at this point, it's just like everybody who who has a voice that can be out there as much as possible. It's like it's just like get get loud and be and be unapologetic for it. And yeah. because right now, I think it's getting loud for science, getting loud for social justice. Like, I mean, I, I don't I'm not trying to sound like super cheesy on this like soapbox, but it's all that we can do, because if we're quiet, then it's our fucking fault, too. Right. And so and, that's and, it. And that's the thing. We're going to use their tactic against them. They got loud. They said whatever they wanted. They were hateful. They were all of that. While we won't be hateful, we won't like mm-hmm. threaten to kill people or anything like that. There, you know, the occasional "I wish I was waiting outside with a baseball bat" would slip out. Yes, but my fault. Totally did that. Um, <laughs> but there is no reason why we cannot be loud and. You know, I I hate to say it, but I'm going to because I am disrespectful of these people because fuck them. Fuck them. I know these are not informed opinions. These are not valid hypotheses. These are not usable scientific facts that these people are going to be doing. They are going to be undermining education, science, space travel, medical research, just like the, the entire concept of evolution, all of this is under threat. And God fucking damn it. I mean, 
I'm done. I am fucking angry. Angrier than before. Angrier than I ever have been, with the exception of the 2000 election in Bush. Um, <laughs> oh, but but, but look look where we are right now. And that's what that's what I'm that's what I keep trying. I keep trying to think like what if what if like it's 2008 2012 I, and I'm a conservative and I'm thinking fuck we have. We have now we have we have a liberal president. They're going to come take my guns, which like that's like the worst thing that they thought. Oh, am I? I mean, that and and, you know, being sure that millions of Americans can have access to health care. Like that's that's like their two biggest concerns. Yeah. Like, am I wrong? Yeah, exactly. Fuck sick people. OK. And yeah. Don't take my guns. Yep. Yeah. See, and, and that's the thing. I'm I would not call myself a liberal. It, I know it sounds like it, but I'm not a liberal. I'm a centrist. I, I almost voted McCain uh, until he picked Palin. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> no. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm very much a centrist equalitist. I understand that things like faith are very personal. I understand that there are, you know, there are minorities that are horribly shit on every day. I understand that there are people out there that are in the higher echelon of business or all that that don't give a flying crap about people, and they need to be brought down a peg as well. Mm-hmm. As a centrist, I I like to try and view things as equilaterally humanistic as possible, and that's why I'm against Trump because he has stated publicly on record we can pull up a billion fucking comments of his that he's going to be removing rights from people that he will be reducing access to education that he will be fucking up people's lives Mm -hmm. i'm not going to stand for that i didn't like really any of the candidates and who i voted for is my own fucking opinion and my own privacy but i did not vote for trump and nor would i ever have and fuck that guy and and now it's like th- this is what we are essentially stuck with and so we it's it's on us to like yeah you know yeah it's, to just it, stand stand up for what is right and real and rational and good and and that's what we can do and so i like i'm i'm glad that we were all able to have this discussion i feel like it is like needed Oh, through therapy. Yeah, definitely the beginning point. of a catharsis moment. Yeah, like, it's, it, it's it is. Like, it's, yeah. it's like it, you, it need, and that's the thing. It's like people need to just like talk to your friends about this. Talk to the people that that fucking get it, that understand how you feel. Like, because I know, I know just some of the conversations I've had in the past days with people who get it. It's just felt good because we we need to be together in mm-hmm. this. And Trevor, thank you for. For talking to us tonight about all oh. the stuff about about the dinosaurs, but about Trump and about the state of our bizarre world and all of that, and and take that Darwin who we have our crush on and all of it. So uh, yeah, we're while we're like we're gonna wrap this up, but like where can people find you on the internet? Because you are a presence on the internet. So. I, funny enough, well, I deleted my Facebook account like six years ago, seven yeah. maybe. I don't know. So I'm actually only on Twitter. Um, I'm at Tattoos and Bones, T-A-T-T-O-O-S-A-N-D-B-O-N-E-S, and mainly because, well, I'm a tattooed paleontologist. Yes, um, it fits. (laughs) uh, For the next couple of weeks until, well, until there are no more episodes, uh, every Friday night, um, I'm on the History Channel uh, for Doomsday, 10 Ways the World Will End. 
Um, we made a joke that we weren't doing a Trump election um, for an 11th episode because there was actually more of a chance of an asteroid impact than him being elected. Wow, we were wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, every, every, every Friday at uh, 10, 9 central on the History Channel, and you can catch uh, previous episodes on history.com. Awesome. Well, thank you again, and we hope to have you back sometime yeah, to talk absolutely. about, I mean, we could probably talk for hours, so hey, um, talk any, about other stuff. <laughs> anytime. I mean, I can cover a lot of different things, and I'm also uh, actually a bartender uh, now as well, and uh, going for a Cicerone certification, so we can have an entire podcast on the science of beer. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, yeah. you'll, you'll come back. All right. <laughs> oh, All right, guys. So, so, so we hope you've enjoyed Trevor this time. He will be back again another time. So, um, cause beer. And if you enjoyed listening to our show, please consider checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TSC podcast to get access to premium content, extended interviews, and other good stuff. Just like James, Alice, all three of the Michaels, Chris, Sarah, Janet, Amanda, Astrid, Andrew, and Jeff have done. And also, if you enjoyed listening, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you have comments or suggestions, you can reach out to us at podcast at ascienceenthusiast.com and find our full podcast archive at ascienceenthusiast.com slash category slash podcast and follow the page on facebook follow my page a science enthusiast or natalie as skeptical parenting we're also on twitter but let's be honest twitter sucks oh dude natalie hit us with a quote <laughs> it doesn't matter how beautiful your theory is it doesn't matter how smart you are if it doesn't agree with the experiment it's wrong and that is richard Feynman. and yeah that works so um we'll see everybody back here next week because we'll all still be we'll be happy and surviving in the um post-election Week two, or that'll be the kickoff of yeah. week three of Trump's America. Yeah, and we'll have. Um, oh, I'm excited. So next week we will we will have the interview with Concordance that I think we had already promised people, but then we decided let's let's throw the um, the election stuff at them now. But yes, we will have an awesome um, interview with Concordance next week. And, and I think uh, the the weeks after that, we, who do we have? We have Brent Hermes and Chris Cluey, the mm-hmm. former NFL punter. Like and, who 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 are we talking to these people? And we have um, Matthew O'Neill, um, author of the book Afterlife. Um, gosh, we have we have other people I know, but yes, like awesome people ahead. We are still getting to just do this thing that is super fun. And thank you guys for listening. And and I think honestly, like when times are shitty. I think you kind of figure out the things that mean a lot to you. And you know what? This, this, what we do here every week is something that means a lot to me. So Dan, thank you. Let's leave on like a positive note because I, I'm really glad we get to do this. (laughs) Me too. Thank you. Yeah. I'll see you next week. All right. Bye guys. The music you heard tonight was written and performed by Adam Johnson and was used with his permission. You can contact Adam at adamjohnsondc at gmail.com. This podcast is property of Not Narrow or Straight LLC, all rights reserved.